Top of the table to you, Ultra Fiesta. Top of the table to you, Sheets drink that tastes like red licorice. I don't remember. No, that's you, gotta, good. you gotta call me the by the. Okay, so the beverage you like that is full of energy. I don't for know. gamers, and it's fuel for them. I don't remember. It could also be like for gangsters and fuel for them or something. What? Gun fuel? <laughs> <laughs> top, top of the table to you, Ultra Fiesta. <laughs> top of the table to you, Gun Fuel. <laughs> nice. G Fuel. G. What? G How Fuel. That? It's like Gamer Fuel. G Fuel. How is that? Oh. No? <laughs> it's not Gun Fuel at all. Hmm. Well, that's, that's close. Nope. Tiffany. Top of the table to you, Travis. So it's been a minute since we've uh, we've been uh, we've been here. Mm-hmm. Done a thing. Yep. Lots of stuff going on. Um, I got sick with some weird thing. I think was a version of strep throat. And then we both had our um, COVID vaccines, one and two for each of us in yeah. succession. And it made us super duper sleepy. And being vaccinated, we ended up being able to hang out with a couple of our other vaccinated friends, some of them which are not only vaccinated, but also had COVID. (laughs) So, you know, we're not like having big rip-roaring parties in our house or anything, but, you know, we're playing it safe. So we are taking our weekends to make up on a bit of lost time socially. Yeah. Plus, once you once you stop, you know, you don't do a thing for a while, then it just gets easier to not do it. And then finally, it's like, hey, you got to do this. We got to do this. So we're doing it because we've wanted to talk about a thing for a while now that we haven't talked about. Well, the thing is something that I posed on our Facebook page, like take a gals. And we actually were having a really hard time because of the reasons that we had entailed playing this game from front to back. Oh, yeah. It end to us, end. It took us like a month to get to maybe, the beginning of the end of this. Maybe yeah. more. And that doesn't speak anything of the game itself. That speaks more of how we play our games, the time we play our games, time daily play our games, and other you know, aspects of our day. So the game that we are going to talk about tonight is... Grand Austria Hotel. We'll see if I can figure out how to like add in claps and stuff afterwards. Cool. In, in post. I really thought that my clapping on the table was fantastic, but okay. Yeah. It's like you're winning this as a prize on the price is right. Yay! Austria. You know, I I'm a little. I get it. You know, as we're going through this game. The, the things that you need as a guest in this hotel, which we will get to, none of this is marijuana. Right. So this is Austria in what time frame would we figure? Because it is very much thematically in a certain age, in a certain era. I don't know if it is. Is it? It's, it's uh, Simone Luciani and uh, Virginio uh, Gigli. 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 Lookout Games. It reads very either 
it's hard for me to tell. It reads between wars, or it reads either between World War One and World War Two, or after World War Two. It looks to me like just looking at the cover, and it could be any time, but I'm going to say 1920s. I would could say be that too. 40s. No, I would say. But yeah. I think yeah, it's but, like but it's like an early yeah, like after the First World War, before the Second one, right? Between the wars, or for after some the reason. Second War. Okay, right. now I want to look in the cover and see if it. Yeah, now we anything. actually have to know. Even oh, at the beginning of the twentieth century, oh. Vienna was one of the major centers of Europe. So that's that's going to be late twenty. Well, well I mean, no, at the beginning of the twentieth century, yes, yeah, so it's going to be like maybe before even the first so, World War. So for us saying twenties is like the latest this could have happened. Yes, definitely. Yes, but you were in the thick of. The Viennese modern age, trying your luck as a hotelier. For that, you expand your little hotel and prepare new rooms. <laughs> you do prepare new rooms. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, how this is similar to running a hotel and how it's very different from running a hotel. Oh, no, it's exactly like running a hotel. <laughs> well, I mean, in my opinion, so Travis and I have both worked in hotels. We both, yeah. so we have touched on this because, like, we've tried to get to the end of this game several times, and even though it's been a long time since we've done a podcast, the last podcast we did, and even maybe even the one before that, I think we have like we definitely alluded to this. We yeah. played this game. We licked it a little, yeah. Um, so we've been into this, but yeah, Travis and I have both done hotels, and we've both been in the service industry. So we all know that it is a fine balance between profit and sink when it comes to running any of these establishments. And that is very much illustrated in this game because you kind of suck financially all the time unless you get a nice windfall. It is... It's and it's, it's like, oh, okay. It's a lot go. like running. Uh, I get so excited. It's I, a lot I really like, like this game. <laughs> it's a lot like working at most hotels in that ninety percent of the guests do not pay for their rooms at all, <laughs> and you just have to. I mean, I'm sorry. There, there are parallels, but in this game, it's just like Very most nice of the time hotels, you're yeah. you're putting the guests in rooms, and there's no money. This game is like it's so hard to make money in this game. Yeah. It costs and that's money not like, to... <sighs> that's not like real hotels. They always pay for their rooms. Or if they don't, you just kick them the fuck out. <laughs> I'm assuming they're paying for them. I mean... No. I have no money when I'm playing this game. Oh my god, I'm so poor. I'm always like... Oh, it's like, are you pay to get guests. You're like, I will, I'll pay for... I always want to say bucks, but what are they called in, in this game? They're like... Austrian bucks. I'll pay four Austrian bucks to get this guest into my cafe. Crones. Yeah, four crones to get this guest into my cafe. And then he won't even go to a room until I give him three coffees and a wine, which I'm also going to have to pay more Austrian bucks for. And then once I finally get him into a room, I might have had to pay bucks to get him into that room, and he's not even going to give me any... He yeah. might just be like, he's like, oh, and then you can get another guest for free. Well, you can't just, you don't just like fling up a hotel willy nilly with like cash and not have any overhead. All of that is your overhead. And it's just broken down a little bit more systematically in this game. But it's no, that's, that's legit. That's how that works. 
It is what it is. You have to price your rooms appropriately. And yes, the rewards that the guests give you is like what they would pay for that room. But it's not actually like paying for the room. Yes, that's so... what that's what it's supposed to be doing. It is like paying for the room. I do So get... that's why you get to pick what guests you take. I guess, yeah, when you put it like that. Yeah. And also there is that emperor's favor track and that makes it more of a political like you're not running this hotel necessarily to make money you're running this hotel to make the emperor happy so you're grabbing these guests to, like hey look emperor i got these tourists these diplomats and these and... diplomats and but still the the element is there so what do you know. like about this game a lot of things but a petal just fell from my flower onto our speaker and it was wildly distracting for me are we actually going to explain this game or are we just going to like banter oh, we can explain yeah. it. i can explain yeah. it so when travis was explaining this game to me i and this is a game that i bought him for christmas and i was drawn to it one because it was recommended by matthew jude who is for me the patron saint of board games he's honestly what i go off of he's for pretty most stuff. He's, he's pretty solid i mean we travis consumes a lot of board game media and i consume it by proxy um but i do listen and i do understand and i matthew jude really this game is broken watch it played Matthew Jude. Also, Death by Monsters. Nothing to do with uh, board games, but there yeah. you go. Yeah, just saying, not saying. So I had to go off of what I had to get this guy for Christmas. Uh, no, not, not what I'm required to get my husband for Christmas, but I don't... She I, has to mandatorily get me at least... It's mandatory that she gets me at least three board games for Christmas, and I judge her accordingly on... No, I'm just <laughs> I always so Travis's birthday is really close to Christmas and I always try to pick at least well no I definitely pick two sometimes there's more if something strikes my fancy but I always try to find a game he should have and a game I want him to have and the game that I want him to have is usually one that I want to play too that I'm engaged that, that I know offhand that I'm engaged in and that I will do it so Grand Austria Hotel was one that I wanted him to have Travis has talked to me a lot about theme, and if you've been following along with my progress and learning games, I'm always poo-pooing theme. I'm, I really come to it with Wingspan, and otherwise I'm just like, meh. But what I'm starting to learn about what theme means is you'll have some of these... This is a Euro game, yes? Yes. Yeah. So what people say... When they say a game is a Euro game, it means it's dry as fuck. So (laughs) the the theme has to be engaging. So for a lot of the games that like I quote unquote grew up on, which is just like in the past couple years that I'm coming into my own with games, I'm starting to be drawn to games that are a little bit more complex, but Uh. are piquing my interest because of the... The theme. (laughs) So I know why that's important now. Like, you talked a lot about theme for a lot of games. I'm like, I don't give a shit about it. I don't know what the hell that means. Like, it means nothing to me. And I've said this, again, if you go back through our earlier episodes, I'm like, theme. But, yes, the gorgeous part about some of this is there are a lot of mechanics in this game that I know are replicated in other games. Like, you talk about, what is this game like that, a game you love? This is, it's kind of, it has right? similarities to Coimbra. Yeah, yeah. It's a dice drafting game. It also has uh, Simone Luciani as one of the designers for Coimbra. Right. And I can see some of the DNA of Coimbra in Grand Austria. 
And I, I mean, I really appreciate the fact that this is, it's, it says on the box here that it's four players. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I ever want to play this at four players. I like it at two, Mm -hmm. maybe three, but I don't know if I want to play it at four and Coimbra, I don't want to play it at any less than four. And that's been the show with. And I will now, now that you've, you've been like, oh, Tiffany, you love this game. You're going to love Coimbra, but we have to play it at four players. I will, I'm, I'm with you. We will do that. It's like a weaving of the theme within this template of a game is so beautiful that I cannot appreciate it enough. And now I'm like, let me play all the Euro games with the theme I think is good. <laughs> like, but, I definitely okay, want to do this. I'm going to interject and be like, Coimbra is not that. Oh. It have, there's, no, there's no theme in Coimbra. What does I mean, Coimbra mean? Coimbra is a city like, in Portugal, and sounds, it's like okay. a, it's like a, I don't know, it's it's meaningless. Okay, it sounds like to me when I go to the gym and I keep like four quarters in my bra, so it's my coin bra <laughs> to get something in the vending machine. It might as well be that. <laughs> it's like Coimbra, like Grand Austria Hotel, definitely marries uh, theme with dice drafting and the things a little bit better than Corpora is just like a, it's just a name to add on to like a, a thing that you do. There's okay. nothing. All right. There's no connection between what you're doing in Coimbra maybe and, maybe that'll be something else for us so yeah so that's not like if you like if you're like <laughs> I like Grand Austria Hotel because it really marries the theme to the mechanics then Coimbra is not necessarily what you want to try next but you keep in- <laughs> no but if you like if you like if you like Grand Austria Hotel because you like the dice drafting and you know I like grabbing the- cards that do things for you then I liked the machine building more than I liked the dice drafting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Which is why I really liked Wingspan. I think. I think Wingspan's got a little bit more engine building in it than oh, Grand it does. Austria Absolutely and Coimbra. Absolutely, it sh- certainly does. But I don't know. This game leaves you hanging. There's so many tactics that you can play. Right. When Travis was explaining this to me, it literally was. You were like fucking Columbo. You were like. But one more thing. <laughs> and like, yeah, really? But... Still? You did it like six times. And it's true. And it is. And I always joke that there are some mechanics of a game, at least one, that I have to just ignore. Because it's just too much. This is just not something that's going to be something I can do. I can't. Whatever. It is what it is. As long as I have fun, I don't give a shit. But I cannot hold this much in my brain. I can actually hold this much in my brain. So maybe I'm giving myself not as much credit as I need. It's so hard to balance. You can try to progress upon it. There are several tracks that you can attempt to progress upon. And, of course, you can progress upon multiple tracks of winning to gain points. You're talking about running up tracks here. You're talking my Euro language. <laughs> oh you don't know. Because a lot of, like, there uh, are, you are trying to run up tracks on Grand Austria Hotel, but there's only, there's only, like, one track that's visible on the board as a literal track that's, like, the Emperor's Favor. Well, no, there's also, I mean, there's the points track as you go yeah, around the border right, of it. Right, yeah. But you're uh-huh. also trying to, like, get the guys into the rooms to get the political... What? You yeah. crazy man. There is another track, too. There's the, um... As you get the... If you complete rooms of a certain color, that's a track that's up right. here. Yeah. They're all visible. They're... 
Yeah, all fifty of them. What if I told you that in some Euro games there were they were all that that is thematically tied into the game was just literally boiled down to tracks. Like in Coimbra, there are three literal tracks. Oh my god, that would be easier. Just go up the board. Visually speaking, it's like there's shit here, 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 and also in the cards, and also. In the chits and also you parsed it out. And you're like, yeah, they're all tracks that you're trying to run up, but they're not a score track like a boom. So you're telling me there is a game that is similar to this that has a very nebulous theme, which again, I right, don't know, I don't know, I don't it has know about no theme at all. But it makes this easier because there's literal tracks that I can there see are visually. Three tracks in that game well, that like, you're trying to run there's up. There's like a million in this. And game. there's a, but there's also there's like four. How many tracks are there in Austria Grand Austria Hotel? Okay, so there is obviously uh, the points. Yeah, the point track doesn't count. That's in all games. That's like just get the most points. So what what tracks are you trying to run up to get the points? That's the oh, the, okay. the, the oh, emperor okay. track uh-huh. is the that's the obvious track in uh, Grand Austria. Oh, and there's three different tracks per color of room. Oh, you're digging out the. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, my box is in front of so me. There's a political track. You're trying I'm in, I'm in to. This. Uh, this is what I'm trying oh to yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the that's uh, money track and or that's money track that's. Uh, the prestige track for the emperor, and this is victory point track. I swear to God, y'all, this game it gave me fits, but I didn't want to not learn it, and that says something very significant about this game. Because if something's complicated, I'm like, burp, nope, can't do it, nope, I'm gonna dig my head in the sand. Because so this is just hotel rooms. There's not another one. I feel like there's like ten more, but there's so many ways to do it. Right, and there's so many with like I don't know. Do I want to do I want to grab guests that give me money? Do I want to get guests that give me prestige? Guests give me food. Do I want to give guests that give things? Yeah, to even get the things. It's so. It starts on such a low basic level. It's like you have to actually have. So there, there. You're having guests come to your hotel, and they're sitting in your lobby, and they want some shit. So you have to imagine you've been to a hotel before, and you have to imagine it's like pre-1920s Grand Austria. Yeah, there are four yeah. things that you can get. You can have a little drink of drink. You can have a little yeah. nommy nom. You can get um, the cheapest of things to eat and drink, which is... So it's just like uh, the in, cheapest of things in real eat. world, before 1920, uh-huh. there were only four things that you could get. You could At a get hotel. strudel. Uh-huh. Ever, anywhere. Yeah. You could get strudel, you uh-huh. could get cake, you could get wine, or you could get coffee. That was it. Those yeah. are the only four things that you could ever get. Yeah. And so you would go to a hotel and you would want some combination of those no, things. No, this is not... This is just in, like, the waiting room. You eat at a restaurant, you can get, like, a full no, meal. No, you don't get a rest- restaurant. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> you think this so? Is, this is before 1920. This I is early, early on. This is, these just were what... Sugar, <laughs> coffee, and wine. That's it. You could be like, I want three coffees and a wine before I'll even set foot in a fucking room. <laughs> You're going to have to pee a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well, or you might just sit there forever. At the um, table, waiting. There get. is no um, piss your pants on bonus. What's the opposite of a bonus? A penalty. There's no piss your pants. <laughs> There's no piss your pants penalty in this. You're. They could drink as much as they fucking want, and they're just going to keep sitting there until there's a room. You mentioned there's no penalty, which is weird. I think there should be a penalty at the end of the game for like anybody that's still sitting there that hasn't got to a room. 
Because you get points for everything. Excuse me. This game screws you so much that really that's a grace <laughs> that they did not add that in. I don't even think I would like it if they did that. Oh, my. Wow, you're harsh. You're a harsh game builder. We still haven't talked about how you even play the game. There are certain uh, cards that let you make rooms for people in it, but they can't even get there unless they've got the fucking food they need. Like, you could have a room ready for someone. They're like, I am not going to that room until I get some goddamn cake and wine. Is it a red room? Because I'm a red person, and I don't want to go into a blue room. Yeah. Well, sometimes you're a green person. You don't give a shit. Yeah, green people go whatever room. I think they're Canadians. They're, I mean, they're definitely tourists. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. So you do have um, three types of room in your hotel. They're red, blue, and yellow. Yeah, and like any hotel that you've ever... You're explaining to people like they've never been to a hotel. I know, I know. <laughs> Anytime you go, you're like... You have a red... Like, they ask you right at the front desk, like... Do you want a red, blue, or yellow room? And you're like, I'm a tourist. So like, okay, you can fucking go in any room. So you have three different types of rooms. You have blue, red, and yellow. Right. And on your game board, basically, you've got a hotel. It is uh, four stories high. Yeah. And As all hotels are. They're in the skyscrapers in Vienna and the pre-1920s. Not, not in this era. Yeah. I mean, four is pretty big. That's a big hotel. We don't even know how wide it is. And I'm... The color rooms are grouped together. No green, because, you know, green goes wherever. So it's just red, blue, and yellow, and they're grouped together. And you get bonus points if you get a group of yellow, which means, like, you can have a square or, like, yellow, red, blue, and they're, like, tetra shapes. You know, you'll have, like, two in a row, three in a row. So you get some bonus points for that. You get some bonus points for completing that color grid as it's outlined on your board. Yes. Yes. That is kind of tough as you go up your levels it costs more to actually put somebody there so not because it costs more to prepare those rooms i guess because there's probably yes. like fancier rooms the higher oh, up you go well because we're this is definitely pre-elevator time so you know your people who are come or cleaning the rooms and preparing the rooms have to like shove their fucking maid carts up the stairs like chunk right. chunk chunk yeah chunk, so it costs chunk, more as they, as they go you have to pay there. them more to get yeah. them up there well, to I even mean, clean the room and fix yeah. it actually i think at the top level you have men and um unitards that lift barbells with balls on the end over their heads i don't know i've never gotten any guests in the top level yeah you did you did this time oh yeah maybe yeah, yeah we, had, we like, had one a guy. really yeah. competitive game last time we we did really well you did win, but I was, ooh, buddy, it was close. Mm. It was a close game. It's, and it is almost impossible to make any money because everything costs money. And right. everything you need to do costs money. Oh, we haven't talked about the staff. The staff are so important. They're so integral. So the staff cards were pretty, when I talk about this game, it has the machine building element. The staff cards were really it for me. And the last game we played, I had several that built upon each other, and we had played the four games to non-completion, so I knew almost all the staff cards. And then some of them come together, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, if there's so this? many staff cards, so that's what makes this game, it's one of the things that makes this game so replayable. There's so many staff cards, you get a handful of staff, and you're like, oh, this guy gives you points for having, you know, like vertical rooms, or this guy yes. gives you 
like every turn you get like a free coffee strudel cake or wine or every turn you get like a and your guests are the same way too there's so many staff cards there's so many guest cards too so it's your staff and your guests that make it crazy but i had managed to get in my hand and i've played it a couple of times in a row um so i had a pretty good understanding of these staff cards something like oh sugar if i do this and I can play this, then this will build off this, and this will build off this. Like, one thing would give me extra coffee, and one thing was giving me extra wine, and some guests were coming up where this could be, like, if I played this guest, it's going to do this too. And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. But the problem was, this game only lasts so many rounds. So I it's was like seven left... seven rounds, I think. Where, if, like, I could just go one more round, I could get this rocking and rolling, and... I could have smoked you. I definitely would have. I know I would have. And you're like, oh, well, I had a few things too. Let but me no. attempt to explain a few things. So you roll uh, a bunch of dice, I think, with uh, two players. It's 12 dice. There's two boards. There's a board we share, which is the yeah. action board. And we each have our own hotel room. Yeah, which you have the, your own hotel board. The same board. layout on each. there's another board that has, like, the Emperor's Favor, and that's where the guests are. There's, like, there's a lot of boards in this. Yeah. Again, but, this is me going back to Travis explaining to me. He's like, oh, one more thing. Yeah, one more thing. There's a lot. And so you roll, you roll like, a dozen dice. And then you group them by, like, how many ones did you roll? How many twos did you roll? How many threes did you roll? You know, you might have, like, four ones, uh, two twos, a uh, four, five, and three sixes. Something. Pretend yeah, that like, masked up. Right. Yeah. yeah just, just work that out in your head. And <laughs> sure. Like look at your own player board. So you like, line them up under you their just, you according. Just, you just want some coffee. It's all you want. Well, to get coffee, you need to have uh, twos. And, but here's the thing, you can't have any more coffee than you can have wine. So if there are two twos, you can have one coffee or one and one coffee and one wine. Or two wines. Or you can have two wines. If there are three twos, you could also have, you have two wines and one coffee. Still one coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but you got this fucking guest sitting in your hotel and he said he needs three coffees. And you could go all the rounds of the game and never roll any of the coffees. Are you speaking very clearly of the last game we played when you were coffee bored? Yes. This <laughs> is very, very strong in his wanted, mind. I just wanted to address that one situation. Well, the the material Listen, that we're... if you're coming here to learn how to play Grand Austria Hotel, I can't help you. Um, but it's kind of nice because they do... You can roll a one, which will give you um, strudel and cake. Strudel or cake, strudel, excuse me. Sorry, well, strudel or cake, depending on how many ones you roll. And the next one is wine and or coffee. Right. So, but, but those no, are also... No more cake than strudel, no more coffee than and wine. That's a weird. Legit, no, it's not weird. That's what I'm about to explain. Yeah. Is that, that a strudel is a very simple cake. It's mm-hmm. made out of minimal ingredients and it's a brown cube. A uh, cake is a white cube, which means it's more of like a um, like a wedding cake. So it takes finer ingredients. It takes bleached ingredients. It takes high and expensive ingredients. Get to the next one, though. Wine again. We're talking about Austria. They're stomping on grapes left, right, and center of Austria. Where? I, I mean, not I wine, not wine. Coffee. Assume, Where do you eat coffee? I don't know. Yeah, Colombia. <laughs> you get it from far away. We're talking about these are ingredients and these are um, commodities that you cannot get. Close Why to. do these people want so much coffee? Because what? 
Excuse me. We. I mean, I want a lot of coffee, but like, why do my guests in my hotel that I can't get into rooms want so much coffee? Maybe they're coming from very far away. So there are some guests who have notable names. Oh yeah, all the green ones. Yes, all, all the of tourists. the all the tourists. All the, all the tourists are game designers. So all of the guests have names, and all of the tourists are game designers. Yeah, yeah. who are, who are some people that you can think of? Uh, Uwe Rosenberg is one of them. Oh, we love Uwe. Oh, Wolfgang Warsch is one of them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So that's 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 really cool. That's a really cool aspect of this game. Do you think we nailed it? Do you think we nailed everything about this game? Probably um, not. Wolfgang Warsch also is the uh, designer for Taverns of Tiefenthal. <gasps> Which is a game, and we have yet to figure out where Tiefenthal is. No, we haven't. I think it's where this Tiefenthal area. Is. I think it's Austria-ish. I feel like it's in the part of Germany that touches France. It's about owning a tavern and having... People come over and uh, drink your beer, and you get prestige for having the best people in, or the, having the best tavern, or <laughs> having the best people in your tavern, having the best tavern for your people to come into. It's definitely. <laughs> is this like our house? <laughs> no, it's like. No, it is. We have a lot of people that we dis- we we are discerning about who we invite into our home. This is like our house. I see where you've been with this. What? No. Yeah, it is. It's just like us. What do you think about Corey Feldman and Corey Ham? Well, I have recently found out they are both Canadian. Both Jewish. Both of them are Canadian and both of them are Jewish? You told me this. Are we going to talk about this right now? Are they both? You said that. I mean, you brought it up. You asked me what I thought about them. Are they both... What? Are are you talking about these guys right now that you just brought up to me? What? Oh my gosh, we're talking about, like, the Corys. Okay, well, if we're talking about the Corys, and I guess, what's your favorite, uh... <sighs> Where do I begin? I gotta say, okay, so... What's your favorite Cory movie? Let's buckle into some shit. So are Travis they both, and I... Are they both Canadian? Oh, no, you told me that. I didn't know. You just told me that just now. I, I legitimately didn't know that. You told me that they were both Canadian. They were both Jewish. I <laughs> no. You told me they were both Canadian and Jewish just now. No. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I don't know what the hell they are. They are actors. They are um, sirs. One of them has passed. That's Corey yes. Ham. He um, had a very troubled child. Uh, actor life, and I feel for him. Honestly, I do. Like you learn about. Just the classic troubled child. Okay, so if you're asking me what my favorite Corey movie is, it's probably, and he's not the star of it, it's going to be The Burbs. The Burbs. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, which I did not see until... Corey Feldman. But I mean, I love Tom Tom Hanks. Hanks So I (laughs) have a hard time not liking anything with Tom Hanks, honestly. He ducked out of the movie scene and show scene appropriately at That's the good, exact though. right point. Um, but I did the like... The is good. We, um, I mean, I like The Goonies. I like... What else? There's so many movies. So the Corey Haim movie that we watched... 
Oh no, let's talk about that. Then let's talk about the burbs a little bit. That's good. That's good. Corey Feldman in there. <laughs> so, like, I love the reason. Okay, so we started actually talk. We we joke about the Corys a lot, um, because they're both part of our uh, adolescence. And the reason the burbs came up is because it was a Sunday night, which it is tonight, and that's usually when we have our beverages. And um, our trash runs on Mondays. And our yes. trash was full. So I said, Travis, you need to find a device to tamp down. If you can see me right now, I'm tamping. This is a tamping down right. motion. Yeah. yeah, I would like like some kind of like pal- like uh, some kind of square with a rod. Like a hockey stick or something. The guy like drives the trash down to the end of the street <laughs> and beats the shit out of it with a hockey stick. <laughs> and then drives back up to the driveway and it's like, Tom Hanks and the other guys are like hanging out. They're like hiding behind the bushes and they're like, I've never seen that before. I've never seen anybody drive their trash down to the end of the street and beat the shit out of it with a hockey stick. And then drive So that was the inspiration. <laughs> and it, oh my gosh, it was so good. It was so relatable. Like now, like seriously, it's 2021 and we have lived in places like this where i'm just like oh my god get me the hell out of this we kind of live there right the suburb. now it, it is it's like this Corey feldman was the neighbor that it, was like a yeah feldman but i do love so that was cory feldman um cory ham and cory feldman were both in lost boys yeah which we recently we're finished. gonna stay tuned because we're gonna talk about our Corey, Corey movies. We got uh, oh the Corey, like, Corey like, movie, yeah. Or and also like Corey without Corey movies, like the uh-huh. like Fever Lake. That was uh, Ooh, oh, buddy. Yeah. Ooh, Fever Lake. If you haven't seen Fever Lake, hold tight. Um, but I did like Dream a Little Dream, and it was very artsy. That was completely. Um, that I mean, it's the best movie of the whole bunch. But probably, oh, spoiler alert, I, I don't know, for me anyway. It was good, but it was, it got a little, I didn't really like the ending, a little flippy, flippy, yeah. floppy, whoppy. Which sometimes things do, like, I feel like, I feel like the late 80s and early 90s had a really ta- hard time ending things. I think Stephen King is really the king. Stephen King is the king of not ending things appropriately. the last Corey, Corey movie. I don't know what that was. We'll what would have been the last Corey, Corey, Corey movie? Yeah, both of them. Uh, License to Drive? We haven't watched that. No, the only, so the only Corey, Corey movie that we have seen together so far was Lost Boys. And Dream a Little Dream. Corey Ham was also like uh, Lucas. That movie Lucas was like a. I don't. I've seen that, but it's been a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so they were both. In, they were both everybody. in that one. No, they weren't both in that one. What's we're talking about? Like once they're both in. The, what's yeah. what's like peak Corey Corey movie for you that you can think of right offhand? I think you said earlier. I mean, my favorite one is Dream a Little Dream, but I also say like License to Drive. Well, I guess that's next like, on our list. Yeah. Stay also, tuned. Boss Boys. Hey, next episode we'll probably give like a uh, like just a movie review. Maybe music review too. Yes. Yeah, because um I had not seen Lost Boys, which is very unfortunate because Kiefer Sutherland makes my dick hard. And the music oh guess. And the, <laughs> the music from that like that soundtrack is pretty integral to me and a lot of it has been covered by artists I love and like it's I know really the good. origin. Yeah, it's it's banging and i loved the movie it was so good it's i have i don't have like a weird vampire thing but i'm like you know kind of 
dark and spooky and weird anyway. So vampire movie stuff comes my way. So I've seen them all. But this was one and that I had not seen yet. Right. So I was trying to like fit it into like some of the cultures I had seen before, like Buffy and like, okay, so Buffy the series, Buffy the movie, and like Interview with a Vampire. And Travis was like, just shush. Just watch, just listen. So it is, and it's a little it's bit so different. Weird, yeah, yeah. And we noticed that there was some. Um, my favorite part was like when the when um, they so in lot. Oh wait, wait, we're gonna say Lost Boys. Okay, I thought you we're said we're talking about it. They were gonna, gonna, you they were, were gonna, talking about it. I mean, well, I mean, I guess we'll wait. You said we we're gonna teaser it earlier. Okay. Yeah, because we're gonna have to hear what to say about Lost Boys. Guess so. Tune in. We might do a non-Borgian episode where we talk about music and movies. And it might be on the table. Something. Well, I mean, we're sitting at the table. (laughs) Yeah. If you want me to sit entirely on the table, crisscross applesauce, I can. Listen, uh, you can find us at thegatewaynetwork.com. We're at uh, topofthetablepodcast at gmail.com. Whoop. Top of the table on Instagram. Where I am particularly active. Yes, we're at top of the table pod on Twitter. And we're most importantly at uh, top of the table podcast on Facebook. So we, go find us on Facebook. We, we post there we often. We post stuff there. Yeah, and we actually post integrative questions, polls. We talk about stuff where... Um, game jokes, all kinds of fun stuff. And we are going to post something very soon, probably tomorrow, um, regarding colors and how you interpret the color chit that is yellow. Okay. Because I... Know I, that, I guess we're going to do that. But on... Oh, oh, yeah. Grand Austria Hotel has uh, pump, pumpkin-colored pieces... That are very orange, and Tiffany calls them yellow. No, these are brown. Our friends. <laughs> My friends are your friends. If you had fun listening to this and you think you know someone um, who would enjoy it too, let them know. And if there's anything that you've liked about this, that you didn't like about this, comment, share, say anything. Say a thing. You're part of our Facebook group. Say a thing. A um, little bit of a shout out to my old bud, Corey Roberts, who I haven't seen in a good goddamn hot minute, who um, liked to remind us that we can put our ashes in certain board game elements. Yeah, you can put your ashes in... You could put your feet on the bottom of a table. You could what? put your ashes in Why did you uh, hourglass. That? You could put your. You I don't, put them anywhere. I don't think you're tax, a good taxidermist could put you. A good taxidermist could make you into a board game table. Well, I would like to say that it's probably not a good taxidermist because it might be good a talent. Shady taxidermist. It might be good talent wise, but I don't think it's legal to taxidermy people. Is it? It's probably not. Is it? It might be. You might get... Okay, uh, so comment if it if you know if it's legal to taxidermy people. I don't think it is. Prob- I mean, probably not. I mean, you don't see, like, stuffed people in people's houses. But I would like to think that's, like, because we're... Because we're people. <laughs> are normal. It shouldn't but- be good. It shouldn't be legal to taxidermy your dog. You'd be like, hey, just let it go. Well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yes, I agree. But here we are. 
So, <laughs> thank you all for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about this game, even though we didn't really line it out. But if you played this game before and you want to have some color commentary on it, I think we're your folks. If you'd like to learn more about Grand Austria Hotel, send shoot me an email. And we'll give you links to the appropriate places. Yeah. Shoot me an email. I'll talk to you all about well, no, it. No, we would actually tell you about it. So, I will yes. literally, if you, if you have questions about how to play Grand Austria Hotel, shoot me an email and, uh, you know, I got it. I, I sent you, know, I told you, I told you where to get the email to. I done told you. I done told you. <laughs> all right. This has been fun. <laughs> we have had a great time. Good night, my friends. Good night.